Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads web hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads web hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Windows 10 episode, it's finally here. It's the 30th of July, 2015. And uh, we're brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au, Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. Nice, cheap, affordable on Australian soil servers. So uh, jump on, have a look and grab some web hosting if that is be your desire. All right, Windows 10, yes, it has arrived. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I've only done previews. Uh, but uh, there's people around here that have done the upgrade. But uh, let's go from left to right. And first we'll talk to the Mr. Streamer. Thanks to Will for streaming tonight. Hi, Will. Hey, mate. How are we doing? Good. What's news with you? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Windows 10? Uh, well, it's on the laptop, but I haven't been able to drag the missus off the laptop yet, so I don't know what it's like. I can't put it on my streaming rig that you're watching me on now because I've got a um, Mbox... Um, USB uh, mixer and it needs special uh, ASIO sound drivers and they haven't been released yet for Windows 10. So ASIO? it'll probably yeah. Ooh. So it's probably another they're six mate, months before I can put it on the, by the government. <laughs> <laughs> and there you there you have uh, Jason. How you doing, Jace? Howdy. And Windows 10. I tried it for a day at work, but then had a problem. Ah. quite okay. a few actually. I installed it, came up, I brought. One of the other guys, you know, I'm like, check this out. This is awesome. Yeah. And it kept saying, I'm not registered. And then I went and had a look. And if you hadn't activated it by the 15th, then even if you download a pre-registered one, you can't activate it after the 15th. So, mm. And that's what that happened to a, me. That was a fresh install. So I was like, okay, I'll put Windows. And yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll just go to Eric because I know Eric's got some news about Windows 10. Uh, hey. How you been, Eric? I've been very well, gentlemen. And uh, you have too, I imagine. Yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, Windows 10 for you. Good. Yes. Just a couple of niggly bits. No, no um, real dramas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so now, so Warlock, you've got you couldn't activate because you hadn't activated before Windows the Windows 10 was my idea. No, <laughs> I couldn't activate it, so I was like, okay, I'll go back to Windows 8.1 that I had a install disk. So I went and installed that, and at the end of the install, it goes can't write boot information to the hard drive. I was like, what? I Googled all over the place and reinstalled it about six or seven times. And in the end, I was like, okay, this hard drive must be screwed. So I got another one from the boss. Wouldn't install on that either. So I'm like, what the hell? In the end, after about five hours, I unplugged the second drive, which was in a different SATA port, installed it, and it went on fine. So, Oh, there you go. Who knows? Who would have known? Who would have but known? I did like it. It looked really cool. Uh, I like the theme. I like the way it works and the options and stuff it's got. I would use it at home. It's probably downloading now for all I know because it does it in the background silently yes. and then pops up and goes, I'm installed. Would you like to activate me now? Now, Eric, it came, you, you had a preview which you up. I had a preview prior to the 15th that was licensed. 
Yeah. And then it automatically updated itself on about the 23rd. Right, right. And so all that, you know, that, uh, what do you call that on the bottom right-hand corner, the watermark? Yeah, yeah, activation. It just crap. disappears. So, does, so does, that do, does that mean that if you've got the preview, then you're set for yeah. that? that device yeah. I actually well, gave it away yeah. for free i can i can make a, a recovery disc out of that for the and, same computer at the, yeah but i downloaded it anyway and um put it on a um usb drive somewhere here because <clears throat> i had an old here we go i had an old install on a on a virtual machine and i booted it up and it didn't work it blue screened and when i found out later that that's what happens with the old versions so then so I uh, got a couple of codes, and I saw that the codes were virtually the same. Because Eric, I saw your code, and I saw your code actually on the site. Life is short, What's that? and the vacation part of life is even that short. Stuff come from. After all, yeah. you've got koalas. To yeah, let's just listen to this. To climb. Whatever uh, this is, oh, there we go. Viator, your vacation is our Hang obsession. On. So whether there's a snorkel that needs snorkeling, a sign that needs hoisting, a pizza that needs tossing. Viator's expert advice and exclusive insider access help you squeeze every last strap of fun out of your vacation. Viator, travel with an insider. Yeah, you can click on it and mute it. No, it doesn't. Special Chrome. Not the volume. If you actually go into your, up into the top where the speaker is, you mute it, or you can go to the mixer and mute Chrome individually. Yeah, oh. you got to go to the mixer and do it and just download it. That was uh, all too hard. Slide it down. Slide it down. <laughs> I've got 50 million things going on. That's all too hard. I thought I'd just wait 30 seconds and it'd be gone. I've, t- I've stopped the stream. Oh, the stream was muted, but when the ad comes on, the ad comes on. So, but the stream's stopped now, so hopefully we won't be having that again. So um, I forgot where we were. But uh, for Windows 10, um, you, you were doing a code that. Uh, that's right. There was codes. There were codes all over the place, and they happened to be look like the same to me. So anyway, I grabbed another version, the latest build. Uh, all disabled on the fifteenth. Yeah, so that's right. That's right then. So people yeah. who who have done the preview won't have it for life. No, not unless you activate it before the fifteenth. Yeah, but you're, you're allowed to download it anyway. And I just that's what that's what I was getting at. It just I upgraded my preview build. With um, the one I downloaded, no problem. Yeah, you'll get it from now on because yours was already activated, but Glenn hadn't activated his before the 15th. Right, right. but then all you need then is the code for the, your Windows 8 that you had prior or whatever operating system you were on. Yeah. If you've got that code, you can punch that in. I think it might work. Oh, yeah, the upgrade path will work, but I'm, yeah, but I'm looking, I was more interested in if can you just get it for free, like a total version for free. No, I don't. Only before the fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's what. But look, there's. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech, I've been posting quite a bit of information about Windows 10, um, where you can download the ISO files. You can't activate them, but uh, but the ISO files are good because then if you've got a machine and you want to do a fresh install, maybe you've you've got the Windows 10 codes from somewhere else. Uh, you can, it will allow you to do a fresh install, hopefully, without the, the upgrade path through Windows 8. But it all will, will be revealed over time, I suppose. Now, also, it, you can tell if your Windows machine is downloading Windows 10. My PC here just sits here going, yeah, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. But if you go to your C directory, you will see, if it's starting to download, there'll be a, I think it's, let me just check the exact uh, syntax of this directory, but it's, um, it's something pretty straightforward. You will find straight in the root directory. You will find a dollar sign Windows uh, tilde BT folder. 
Yeah, so that's the folder that the Windows 10 is going to download into. Started downloading nine minutes ago. <laughs> How do you know that? Because uh, the time stamp on that folder is 8.03 p.m. Oh, okay. tonight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah, well, mine was 1.44 a.m. So, uh, What's yesterday. it called? It's What's it called? Dollar, win- dollar sign Windows win- dot tilde BT. You'll have to oh, probably yeah. show hidden files. Why is mine downloading? I've already got it and I installed it. Why is it still going? Well, how it pre-registered. You, how do you know it's still going? Yes. Well, I don't That's know. It's, probably. it's there. Or it might be finished. It finished yeah, it's probably uh, finished. What's the oldest file? So, look, there's, a, there's another, another way. Apparently, you can go into the Windows directory and then you go down to software distribution and then I think you'll find the Windows 10 in there. But the the root directory one, if it's not in the root directory, it might be in the Windows software distribution, but if it's not in there, uh, you just have Under to wait. Under download, install. No, that's not You it. just have anyway, to wait. Yeah, you're Under download, there's a code there that started at 8.05 p.m. for me, and it's got windowsupdatebox.exe. <clears throat> yeah. And it's downloaded a file. It's got 2.7 gigs of a temp file while it's downloading it so far. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. But look, it's, yeah. a, it's only like hours, hours old. Why is it? I, I don't know. I hope, what happens when it's finished downloading? Does it sort of install it without It'll pop up it? and say, do you want to update? And you go, well, let's yeah, see if that happens. So. It looks like mine is still downloading, even though I already installed it. Well, so I, we'll go Microsoft. I heard, and I don't know if this is true or I read somewhere, that I haven't confirmed all this, but I read that it will also download to one machine and then propagate through your LAN. You can In, enable that, yes. yes. And you can also enable to propagate to other people's on the internet if you have a lot of bandwidth that you don't really care about. Yes, oh, I'm nice. trusting Microsoft with BitTorrenting. That's, that's not yes. going to be dangerous. <laughs> I would it, works so well in, it works so well in Skype. Skype. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wonder how it would go on my MacBook Pro because Boot Camp doesn't support anything higher then Windows 7 on my MacBook Pro, I tried to install Windows 8 and it wouldn't work because Boot Camp oh, has locked off Windows 8 what, for what uh, 2010. Wah, 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 wah. Your MacBook Pro is 2010? Yep. Um, you can't no, install wah, Windows 8 on it. So what happens if you pre-register Windows 7 for Windows 10? Will it still update it? Yeah, possibly. Uh-huh. Are you running 64-bit or 32 Yeah, 64 Oh, that's interesting. Now, look, there's a, there's a comment in the okay. lounge from Brett ONT. Just download the link directory th- directly. You can do it as a clean upgrade. Uh, yes, I think, and no. I think what happens is, is you can download it. So once you go through the upgrade path through 8.1, that then registers your machine with Microsoft, and then you will be able to do the direct clean install because once it goes to activate it'll go oh yeah i know that machine i'll do it but i don't think you can just grab the download in iso and just install because you'll need a key and yes you will i don't know it asked asked me for a key yeah and i don't know you probably can't put an 8.1 key in if you know Uh, what i mean no you couldn't at first um that's right if you want to do a fresh install it'll ask you for a key which is basically they 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 Microsoft's thinking if you were doing a fresh install you need you you were you bought Windows 10 for 99 bucks or whatever it is and they've given you a key. Mm. So I try I booted off my USB to do a fresh clean full install asking me for a key. Yeah. So I reversed out of that. Just went back into normal Windows 10 the preview that had been um, updated mm. and then just clicked on setup and it just ran an inst- uh, an upgrade without asking for a key. Yeah. 
yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, run you, it within your existing Windows platform, and I won't ask you for a key. To get the th- to, get, to get your free version registered and activated, you you got to go through the upgrade path, and yeah. then you can do a clean install from then on because Windows knows what your machine is. Yeah, but the MAC address and everything else. Yeah. So, um, but what constitutes a, a new machine? Is it a new hard drive? Is it a new motherboard? What is it? I don't know. Well, I don't think many people on laptops are going to start ripping out their motherboards to try and trick Windows. No, but I, well, what about desktops? Now everyone's changing. I remember back when I was working <laughs> in a in a uh, shop that was selling uh, computer stuff, and at that stage, Windows OEM version, the discounted one, could only be sold if you purchase some hardware. So. Yeah. You just tell people, you know, buy a printer cable or <laughs> buy yeah. some RAM or something. There's some hardware purchase. Now you can get the OEM version of Windows cheap. Yeah. But look, there's, um, well, there's a lot to come out yet because, like, it's only as I said, it's just still cooling off, isn't it? It's, not on the, it's only just been released, like, you know, to the wild. So we'll see how it all goes. But, uh, Eric, okay, so... something interesting. The product key changes once Windows 10 is installed. So make sure to note down your new product key before you want to install a, mm. on a clean system. I wonder if the, the old faithful uh, Produ key will still work. This one the says Specky from Piriform, the same people who oh, make yeah. CCleaner, will show your product key in the operating system tab. Oh, does it? Is that a new feature? Yep. Oh, well, cool. I like our Specky. I use that all the time. I've never heard of it till now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, never, I used to use Produ key. I have Google that one. And it Billy's will... a bit noisy there. Yeah, sorry. My, my monitor's trying to fall onto my head. Just <laughs> <laughs> The problem with having high... I'm just going to turn my microphone off. Uh, we'll just watch Will. Uh, hopefully it'll <laughs> fall on his head. <laughs> I hope his wife's got insurance. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, I, what we were saying about the... Uh, yeah, uh, Produ key. If you Google that, it's a little exe file, and it will show you all the... Well, hopefully it did. It'll show you the Windows serials, uh, pro- product keys, and... Uh, other office keys that you might have on your system. Good if you lost your key. All right. Uh, yeah. So where was I going, Eric? Yeah. So you like it, Eric? You're you're on a production machine, Windows 10 production machine. Yes. Yeah. It's a production machine. <clears throat> it's fast. It's good. Yes. Yes. I've heard. Well, look, I, so I'm saying that because um, you know my computer, what I'm running it on is a fairly new laptop. Only bought it in March this year, so mm. it better be bloody quick. Yes. So. I don't know what it's like on machines a year or so older. I have no idea. But on my machine, runs a treat. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, aesthetic-wise, do you like it? Is it? Is much it? Much better it... than Windows 8. It's a beautiful yeah. interface. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, much I, nicer. Much, much, much nicer. I thought it might Windows have been... Windows 8 looked a little bit infantile, a little bit sort of the font smoothing was crap. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit boring, to be honest. Uh, like the... The you know like your uh, Windows boxes and whatever. I thought it was could like control panels and I thought it was a little well, bit the, um, boring. But the, I can get when over you're it. Installing this, you can choose whether or not you want it to look to boot up into tiles or boot into desktop. You can choose. Oh right. Gee, what would I yeah, choose? Desktop's cool. You, you, yeah, but yeah, Glenn is right. You select go into control panel and there's like six giant icons and you're like, where is what I had trouble trying to figure out how to get my computer to join the work domain because you go into the system properties like you would on a normal one and it's not there. It's now under user accounts. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a simpler way. You can get the old control panel back. You can. Yeah, I'm using the old control panel. Yeah, you can do it. Like you can do it, but um, look, I you think... bring your icons, all the old icons back. Yeah. And you click on that. 
Yeah, that's it. That's what it was, I think. And um, look, I know I've got a little Lenovo, you know, twist it back upon itself laptop thingy, Bobber tablet. And um, PA, who's in the lounge tonight, he's uh, got one as well. He's put Windows 10 on his machine, on his uh, Yoga 2 Lenovo. And yeah, when you flip it into the tablet mode, it comes up and says, would you like to go to tablet mode? You go, yes, and it's a tablet mode. So well, you're, you've got yours running on your tablet, Glenn? Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. No, I've, I had a busy day today. I, I downloaded it. And, well, I know it's – well, I've got the BT folder, so it must be there somewhere. Glenn, uh, get your priorities right. Come on. Well, busy I know. Day. Time waits. Windows for... 10 day. <laughs> I know, but I'm just waiting for all you suckers to put it on first. <laughs> well, we have, and we're fine. You know, yeah. what's funny is that I'm just reading an article at the moment about all the complaints Microsoft receiving about the forced updates because nobody knew it was going to happen. What? What forced Very updates? Very stupid people with their head <laughs> in a bucket of hot All these people who, you know, pre-registered for it and, and had all the, the things in place to make sure that they'd get it. You know it. that little icon that kept popping up been, saying, they... pre-register Windows, pre-register Windows, pre-register Windows. You could get rid of it. I mean, I kind of get it. Um, some people are saying, look, we want to do it, but we want to do it in off-peak because our data usage, you know, the way our data usage is working. Get so, unlimited Lol. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I kind of understand what some of them are saying, but at the same time, if, you know, here's not it, don't pre-register. Yeah, <laughs> how's that I one? didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I'm on, well, I didn't do it on my desktop for that exact reason, because I knew it was going to be a forced update, and I knew I was going to have driver issues, so I just didn't do it. So I just... haven't got any driver issues yet. That's no, good. I, I know I will, because they've already put out, a re... I've already checked on the website, they're not compatible. But you initially had driver issues, Eric, with your uh, LAN. Did I? Your LAN driver issue. Uh, Wireless. Yes, correct. But you just read. That was, I think, what happened there that the install didn't read properly. Something might have been a file missing. Right, right. Might have been my problem when I was creating ISO. And but, you, you've also. But when I downloaded the one, the proper one today, yep. no issues. No issues at all. And there's no Windows Media Player. Yes, correct. No Windows Media Player. Or Solitaire. Apparently, there is yeah, going not, to be... You've got to pay for that. Candy Crush instead of Solitaire. But there is going to be a media player coming. Why on earth it's coming and not released right now? Who knows? I'll but, charge you for it. No, Everyone's but it is coming. DLC anyway, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. But Eric well, I've got the old... You know, you know the DVD software that comes with a Windows 7 machine? Yeah. It comes in a separate disc. That works fine? Yeah, you just bang it in there. It works. <laughs> now, who look... Who buys discs? I haven't had... Operating system. I oh, know it came. With, came with my laptop. I got. I got a Windows okay. Seven operating system and a Windows Eight. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, well, so it saves your recovery. They've, they've, both, they've both been unopened. They're just sitting there, never been opened, never been touched by human hands. Now I was no, no key needed. <laughs> I was looking <laughs> when you put it in. It says uh, you just the little button says click no key needed. Bang straight in. I was so, looking at uh, one of the articles about Windows Ten, and it did say if you have, uh, you might have to. Contact your supplier if you need a driver flop a floppy driver. A what? Floppy. Yeah. A, a driver for the floppy. Oh, back to Windows well, ninety five. So, yeah. the driver Maybe come Windows on a floppy? Windows ninety five was really Windows <laughs> nine point five. The um, well, it might have been. <laughs> yes. things, some things do like some of the uh, hardware RAID drivers and that story only to this day come on floppy disk drivers. So even though they dropped support, I think they dropped it in Windows eight. I don't even have CD. ROMs in this house. Where am I no. going to get a flop? I know. I, well, the USB. That's why the USB ones you can still buy them everywhere, and they're still fifty bucks or so because they're still quite popular. Windows eight, I believe, dropped the floppy drive driver as well. You had to like add it in later. Um, but the USB ones are handy. But yeah, some of the some of the um, 
some of the going on a networking stuff with comes a, on floppy drive. a USB well. floppy driver in your suitcase. No, thanks. I've got the USB floppy driver. Um, it has Will Froze. No? Yeah. No? Oh, there he goes. Just back. Back. <laughs> so, I'm sitting very, very still. Look, you can... Look, we'll, um, we'll go a bit, little bit longer for Windows 10, not much longer. But look, you can buy it in Australia uh, new uh, if, if you want to. And it's apparently about $179 for the Home Edition, $279 for the Pro Edition. Uh, I don't know if there's too much difference between the Pro and the Home, except Pro's probably got a few more security bumps in it, I suppose. What are you all guys downloading? I'd be Pro, because I'm pro, on 8.1 yeah. Pro. Pro, yeah. Yep. Whatever, yep. yeah, upgrade so, to whatever you had before. That's right, that's right. Um, existing Windows 7, 8.1 and Windows 8 point, Phone 8.1 will be able to upgrade to the new operating system for a year. So if you think you're going to do it, you've got to do it within a year, okay? And yep. we in Australia don't get the Cortana, the latest version, the, not the local can't version. Can't work out the Aussie accent, mate. Nah, she can't. She's crikey. Oh, She's yeah. stuffed. Brief. Stuffed for Australia. Stein. Australia, mate. Now, yeah, I was just having a look at Warcom. They've got it for 178. Where? Warcom. 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 178. Dollar cheap. Dollar cheaper. Yep. Yeah, baby. Well, well, hang on. They're selling it for 178 dollars. Windows Pro. Uh, no, that's Windows the home. Home. 10. Home. Home edition. That's pretty pricey. I thought it was 99 dollars. US. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, we put on Australian our tax. Australian, Australian tax, tax. MGST. Yeah, everything. Netflix tax. <laughs> Joe Hockey tax. <laughs> Don't start with that again. The, <laughs> the, um, the ocean tax. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything goes on. Yeah, when you click on the link, it goes through the ocean. So now there's no, uh, there's right. no, no Minecraft or uh, Solitaire. Yep, Minecraft, Minecraft is available. Actually... It got launched today for Windows 10 version. It yep, did. It's actually it's a dedicated Windows 10 version. Special new version just for Windows 10 based on the Pocket Edition. Oh. Yep. Also, apparently, yeah, you can on. play all of your <laughs> Xbox games, the ones that you've downloaded on Xbox, like the ones you play live, you yeah, can now that. play that on Windows 10. Right. Interesting. Well, it's supposed to be, yeah, cross-platform. It's supposed to be a... a yeah. yeah. But what about this one? There's a tip that... Um, a feature that Microsoft didn't want you to know about. I don't know why, but anyway, this is how the... Built-in Skype. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. Now, tapping Window and G in a game fires up the Game Hub. A quick yeah, look... Yeah, Will was talking about that. What? Windows G? Yeah, the quick yeah, look... Yeah, have got built-ins streaming to, like, you stream and stuff. Yeah. No. It's a quick look toolbar for recording video, launching recording the Xbox app... And taking screenshots. Work. Pressing the Win-Alt-R starts recording. Pressing it again stops it and saves the file to the game DVR in the app. So, however, despite the name and the demos, all of which are featured, game DVR isn't limited to games. With the latest build of Windows 10, Microsoft has opened up the game hub to all and it's been discovered it's actually a general-purpose screen capture tool that works with any application. Um, so... Yeah. Is that going to be they in a Windows to... Media format, but they don't have a Windows Media Player, so Probably. you can't play no, back okay. video you just recorded? <laughs> yes. It'll be an RM. <laughs> no, it, 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 or it, quick time. No, <laughs> it turns everything into an animated GIF. <laughs> and you'll be right, Microsoft take it from GIF there. Animator. That was a great software. And the sound's in AIF. <laughs> Windows Pro 10 is $298. Dollars? What? Yeah. What? Digital, digital download. 
Let's not package this digital download through Walcom. Digital download. What have I got here? Yeah, They're not even shipping it anywhere. Two seventy nine. They're giving oh, away. Got a good one. They're giving away for free. You've yep. Got to make your money somehow. Uh, okay, so why? Yeah, so there you go. So why is Microsoft called it the Game Hub and not an all general purpose screen capture streaming tool? Uh, probably because of copyright. Probably because people don't want them, you know, to to screen capture. Probably because know, Microsoft wasn't smart enough to market it properly. You can't screen capture Paul Murray live and replay him. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, and so you can't. They didn't want you to know you could screen capture all the faults that pop up the blue screen to death and stuff. <laughs> Probably. Now, um, are we done with Windows Ten? Although speaking of prices we'll being never stupid be done with and, Windows uh, Ten. <laughs> there'll be more to come, I'm sure. Speaking of prices being stupid and piracy, um, of course, leading from that, they've just spent who knows how much money. Uh, a new Australian government report shows that uh, piracy is running rampant. Of course, as we knew that. The report conducted by the Communications Minister, Malcolm Turnbull's office, by the, commu- the Communication Minister's Malcolm Turnbull's office. That's so, good. That's, that's good. Yes, Communications <laughs> wrote that, did they? Where, where that? <laughs> In conjunction with the UK government, has revealed a staggering scope of Australia's online piracy. The survey of 2,630 2, people. Wow, really? That's a. <laughs> Are they going to get over this or what? I'm sick of talking <laughs> about piracy. That- well, no, this is interesting because they found that 20, 26% of Australians admit to have consumed at least one illegal form of media, and that's that piracy, yeah. in the first three months of this year. Yeah. In other words, one in four. Okay, so the research revealed the hosts of punitive measures floated to solve the problem simply don't work. Of the people who consume media illegally, the survey found that they would likely stop infringing it if legal content was A, cheaper, B, more readily available, and C, had the same release date as other countries. Um, Look, so between those three, about 98% of people agreed that that would stop them from legally um, downloading it. So the data found that it convinced the majority of digital music consumers to pay for music, a single song needed to be priced at no more than $1.19, and a music subscription would need to be no more than $5 a month. Look, um, the problem- TV and- TV and movie streaming services such as Presto Stand and Netflix seem to have it right with around $10 a month is, is pretty popular yeah well that's that's probably not too bad for the movies and everything like because when you start looking into it who can be bothered you know trying to look for shows and that and download and all the trouble it goes through might just pay 10 bucks or you can eat great if it's not on netflix or apple tv we don't watch it anymore Mm. yeah yeah well that's right but um but like you know it's getting to a stage now where everyone's done it okay and it's so easy i think i've lost skype hello i'm still here eric broke it somehow no, oh, can you great. See me? No, no, you broke it. So, broke it. and wheel sharing Klondike. <laughs> Someone's sharing yeah. something, and it's no, broken. That's me that's because Solitaire is on Windows 10. Yeah, you got to pay for it after 30 days. No, you don't. You got to you go to the you 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 press the Windows command. You know the little Windows thing, and there's a little tile inside there called Xbox. Hey, look, those cards are flashing as you talk. Yes. So, <laughs> um. They're voice-activated cards. And log into Xbox, and all the Solitaire games are in there. Oh, there you go. Assuming you have an Xbox account. Yeah, you can get a free one. Get one. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, yeah, so everyone's done this download thing, right? So it's going to be hard. But if, if, you've, if you, someone says to you, oh, can you download me that Taylor, or you know, go and get the Taylor Swift album, and you know how to download it in a fair quality, 
really not going to go and buy it, even if it's only 10 bucks, are you? Because if it's easy enough to download for free, you're going to do it. I think that the, the, it's all ingrained in our brains, and I don't know how they're going to break it, but look, piracy's never going to go away. Like, no. It's never no, going to go away. Not. They've got to do Just find China. something else. Maybe they put I mean, ads in songs or something. Well, I don't know. There's I don't know why away. they don't just team up with these so-called piracy websites and say, hey, look, cool, keep doing what you're doing, but we're just going to put a display ad in front of the streaming video that you're displaying. Or, you know, mm. you do can download Do what the TV, channel, TV shows do now. They have the, those lower thirds that are constantly on there. Can you yeah. unscreen your share or whatever you're doing? Oh, can I unscreen it? Unshare yeah. it? Probably not. So we can, so we can get some heads back. We're watching so, Glenn, we can, Glenn and Will and your screen share. So we can get some Mossy Tech heads back. Room. Yeah, so, but yeah, but talking about streaming TV services and stuff, and stuff, did you guys see the Telstra TV that's launching? Yeah, I saw that was coming out. I heard about that, yeah. What happened? What you happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got two screens. What happened? You yeah, broke it. That's what sharing. happened. Yeah, look, well, now we're waiting for Conversation to... stop sharing. <laughs> Well, look, let me tell you about the TV. The you're going to have to watch me for a while for those on video because I'll, I'll we'll switch back to full screen when Eric works out how to stop what he's done. Call the, stop sharing screen. The uh, Telstra has aggregated Netflix, Dan and Presto in a Roku style TV oh. box thing, haven't they? So it's not unlike the Apple TV or the Google Chromecast, the Telstra TV. You'll be able to plug it into your machine, and it's going to have the, all those three services and most definitely more. Telstra is partnering with Roku to launch the Telstra TV. Uh, it has got Netflix, Dan, and Presto. The service will be available in September, but no pricing has yet been disclosed. So I don't know what is that. What Eighty dollars a month. Is that, and then that's just you're no, automatically I'm guessing big <laughs> So you just but yeah. yeah so when it's prices to yet be disclosed, what's that? You know it's too expensive. You know it's not because if it's it was a cheap, they would premium price. But what? But I'm thinking, is it like going to be like the Apple TV? Is it like a device? You buy the device and then you still need to add on the services that you want. Yeah, but then Telstra will go. Well, you don't buy the device. Rent it off us for the rest of your life, and we end up getting a thousand dollars out of you instead of a hundred. <laughs> But, I mean, they are kind of, you are right, they are kind of integrating because I'm looking at the new Optus because uh, obviously I'm upgrading to NBN and I'm just browsing all the different options and Optus is one of them. And I've currently got their first-gen um, Fetch TV box. If I upgrade it, I get the second-gen one, but part of that includes um, includes Netflix subscription as part of the, the package. So not only do I get the Fetch package, which is all the TVs plus... 33 movies a month plus a few other things. Um, I think you can Netflix pay to have the six Optus TV part of that, the channels. Like but that. you get the fetch, the um, the Netflix part of that included in the package. So it's not, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting there. Mm. They're also, but I'm thinking uh, this is probably going to replace the T-Box, right? Yeah. I'd yes. say. Oh, for sure. Um, how it, much it's in, how much it is you, actually a Roku 2-Box. With right. yeah. Telstra branding on it. Branding. How, how much do you pay for a T-Box subscription these days? Oh, look, when I got it, I got it for a dollar a month for two years, and that was it. And then I've got it now for nothing. Um, so I'm, how much would it cost if you went and said, oh, I want your T-Box? Not, not that you'd ever do that. <laughs> well, they're not too bad. They're, as a unit, they're, they're pretty good. I they're, had the first generation one, and it was shocking. I'm oh, sure the second generation is still here somewhere. Yeah, Six dollars a month. There you go. For 24 months. Right, Look, okay. That's not bad, you know. That's for the box. Because well, you what watch... do you get? All the free-to-airs, you get basically Foxtel on Presto. it. Presto. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the most important thing is like you go on you go on next person you see on the street tomorrow, wake him up and ask him how he records a TV show. And they say we don't because there's no videos anymore. They they probably don't have a DVD recorder. No. So how do they, how do people record free to air? They don't. So with the T box you can. You can. And no, it's TV it's does. Best TV as well, yeah. I recorded on TV. Yeah, yeah or t- but, but who's got oh, Have that's you seen how much worth. they sell for? Yeah, it's 700. That's Mine ridiculous. was about 800 bucks. It's outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> Judge well, Judy well, says. Because in the US, you buy a subscription to TiVo. You don't ever yeah. own the box, whereas here you buy it and that's it. So you've got a, like, you've got, obviously, Fetch TV is Optus. You've got Bob or whatever it is, is Ionet. So they've all got their own variation on that same, um, on that same theme, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I, look, look, I don't, don't, I don't think you should be too hard on the T box. That's a nice little unit. You can stream from your computer to the T box. What's that again? You can what? You can hook from your, the T box. You can send it to your computer. No, you've got way, you've got some way. media on the computer. It will share right. to your T box, and then that well, goes with, to the TV set. Yeah, so it's not yeah, bad. You can do that with the Optus. Well, you can do that. With, yeah, you can do that with the Optus one too. You yeah. know what the problem is now? There's so and many the other way around as well. You got the Chromecast, you got the Apple TV, you got the Roku's, you got the Telstra, you mm. got the Optus box, you got the Fetch TV, you know, you got the T box. It's just too much. But it's, it's, these people, like Apple, Chrome, and whatever, they've gone to all this trouble to produce this, these beautiful little devices that do exactly what you want it to do, but that's they stop. Like they, they don't, don't develop, develop it further. Yeah, if they, could you imagine? Like I love the Apple TV. But it it's not developed far enough. There's not enough apps on it. Like the catch up. You know what I think they should do. The store. They should. Yeah. Telstra should talk to Apple and say, look. And obviously they probably tried I, to. I, yeah. and Apple said, nah, we're better than you. And yeah. so they got Roku. Yes. Uh, but what they should do is put Foxtel on the Apple TV. Then I wouldn't have to constantly flip <laughs> the channels. Oh, you. What so about Roku comes currently installed, built into televisions? How long before you get the Telstra TV? What's well, so well, Don't forget things like well, um, Apple TV is still rumored. Oh, I'm sick of Apple TV. They <laughs> get faith, but it's rumored. I'm over them. Don't forget don't that like Apple Samsung's TV. new their latest range of TVs are all Google backend. They're basically Google operating uh, Android operating systems running on smartphone technology, effectively. So they're super powerful. They've got built-in DVRs. They've got built-in browsers. They've got all this stuff all built into the new ones now. Yeah, but I don't want my TV to get a virus. Yeah, well, Android doesn't get viruses, address. so it's okay. Don't breathe on that. No, I didn't say that. It wasn't me. No, never. I didn't say that. I got a story about that. Well, I got this story about. <laughs> well, before we get to Android viruses, I think I think uh, yeah, I'm going to say virus one. The only ever the, one. Uh, Apple iPhone virus one in YouTube. <laughs> it's not not a virus. It's a vulnerability. So, all right, but but look, these I don't know too much about these Roku. Machines, but Jason. I got probably... one. It's great. Love it. Yeah, uh, can... I, I had an original Roku, like a hand-me-down that was just about cactus, and I got it, and it still lasts me two years before I killed it. Is it easy to put apps on? Can people yep. pro? So people can develop and throw an app on the Roku store. There's an official Roku app store, but there's also unofficial stores that have got hundreds of other channels as well, where right. you could have the. Um, the Australian IT Aussie Tech Heads channel and just yeah. well, they have a Twit one, don't they? Yep. Yeah, well, see, yeah. Yeah. this is it. This is it. I think Apple <clears throat> get stuffed. You're too slow bringing out stupid watches instead of doing something decent. They're only unique inventions since Steve Jobs died, and look how successful it was. 
Yeah, yeah it wasn't. The number one selling <laughs> smartwatch worldwide now. It's overtaken every other watch. Yeah, but it doesn't work. But who cares? But no, cares they work, but it's flat. They're not selling anymore. They're actually losing. They're starting to lose money. Because Apple are very big on novelty items. A lot of, you know, the fanboys, oh, I've got to get my watch. You go to the exactly. Apple store and all the hipsters got the watch on and all this sort of stuff. But but they don't have, it doesn't have the momentum like all their products. They're actually not selling anymore. And what I, actually, to prove a point, I had to take my daughter's uh, iPhone into the Apple store a couple of days ago because the screen was popping out. So they replaced the whole thing. Because it had a swollen battery or something. Um, and this is how desperate they are to sell Apple Watches. When you go to a genius bar, usually they've got on the back screen there, you know, Apple uh, adverts, whether it be how to yep. operate your iPhone, how to best do this, how to, and it changes, right? It's constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, when I went in there, the only ads they had running, and I was in there for an hour, was Apple Watch. Hmm. I mean, Constant, Constantly, because they're just promoting it so heavily because no one's buying them. To, to give you an idea, in the last quarter, uh, so ending in June, Apple sold 47.5 million iPhones, okay? In the same quarter, Apple sold roughly 3 million watches. Yeah. yeah. It's, and they, they, probably, they probably had a production... Assuming... Uh, about well, that's an estimated figure based on the $952 million figure that was thrown out. So assuming the lowest le entry-level ones, they sold 3 million. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're going to Best Buy as well now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, they just me. announced it. Yeah, right. Oh, they're in trouble well, they're with those watches. They, well, it's crap. Again, they said, oh, it's water resistant. No one who's serious about watches is going to buy a watch that they have to constantly take off. Yeah. Yep. I don't like taking my Fitbit off. I was surprised. I went to OPSM oh, to get an eye check the other day, and there was a woman there who had a Apple Watch on. I was like, "Wow, I've never seen one in the wild." Yeah, one of the guys at Harvey Norman had one. But um, what, how's the Apple? Does it have to? Does it have a dock or does it have a cable? How's it charged? Anyone know? Yeah, it's got a, it just like a little sits on the charger. Okay. It sits on the charger. It's like uh, induction. Yeah, yeah, the the Android one. The even the first Android one was the same, and I actually had a. Um, you could get like a little square, like matchbox sort of thing that was magnetic. You could stick it to the top of it. So if you're having dinner or something, you could actually stick this recharge pack on there as well. So you could bump up the charge. Although it lasted Basically. like a week before you had to do that anyway. But Well, all I can say is this uh, Telstra Roku thing. That's something I'd be keen to have oh, a look at. Is that what we were talking about, yeah. Glenn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> now, well you, you got another Telstra story. You were talking about Apple for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'll, I'll do another Telstra story, and I know I'm just hogging all the stories, but they're just blending into each other. Did you know they so um, let it, but... people double their bend, their quota? Yes, that's what my, my story is. Oh, it's a real-life story, but you can tell it, Jake. You can tell my real-life story. I saw you post about it on oh, Facebook, so okay. you look very excited. Yes, I, uh, I was going to bed the other night, and before you go to bed, you do certain little things. And uh, yes, one of those... Check, check well, your just, quota usage. <laughs> you check your quota. <laughs> now, I can't go to bed till I check my quota. <laughs> it was still there. And you uh, but in the middle it, of the night in a cold sweat? It, you haven't checked your quota? It doubled in size. Could you believe it? <laughs> what? You're still talking about your quota? <laughs> you went to bed. All I heard was you went to bed and it doubled, you do certain things and it doubled in size. I did my sound drop out again. <laughs> Yes. No, that's actually what you just said. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> what you were thinking and what you said were two entirely different. So, so yes, that's right. So, <laughs> I um, I looked at my quota and it was a terabyte, and I went, "Ooh, that's 
double than 500. And Let so. Your exact words? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I knew it. Golly gee, what? That's rough. Nice, isn't a little it? Bit of feminine by jingoes. Doubled in size. Oh, by golly. <laughs> by jingoes. I say, old chap, it's doubled in size. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, looked on the app. It was a terabyte. And I went, geez, that's good. Uh, never got an email until today. This was like a couple of nights yes, ago. I got my email today. Yes. And I won't uh, share that with you because I don't know how to stop sharing it. Good, because if you go to Facebook, <laughs> you'll see mine. So, uh, yeah, so it was 500 gig. They've given me a bonus, 500 gig forever and ever. Now I've got a terabyte a month for the same price. I'm happy. Thank you, Telstra. That's good. They're only paying half as much as everyone else. And yeah, <laughs> That's right. And, <laughs> so there. And my, and my thanks and promise to you is I will use it all every That's month. Right. Thank you. I was, I was yeah. just saying uh, yesterday, I was very happy that TPG put me on an unlimited plan because my daughter started watching YouTube in the morning before school and left it streaming for the whole day when she went <laughs> off to school. Nice. I come home at night, turn on the TV, I'm like, what's this crap? Some stupid game thing with some chick <clears throat> talking about her games and stuff. I'm like, this is YouTube. It's been streaming for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, what, was that, what was that game we were looking at before? Paddy someone? But anyway. Wasn't Patty Big Boobs? I think or... you're looking at a different movie than we were. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's. Uh... Patty the daytime hooker. That <laughs> yeah, might have been her. No, who mentioned her in the lounge? I can't remember what the name was now. But anyway, look, Will, tell us, tell us, and tell us something. No, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so as we we're talking about before, Android isn't really known for getting viruses per se, but exploits aren't uncommon on any device: Apple, Android, PC. You know, whether it's iMac, whether it's iMac, how old am I? Commodore 64, whatever. <laughs> they all had exploits. Um, so Nobody exploited my Commodore 64. <laughs> That's because you didn't have an acoustic coupler, mate. Holy <laughs> oh, good old acoustic coupler. Hey, couplers. before you do that, you should um, mention to Glenn what we heard about Amstrad has been doing that we had no idea until we did our show the other night. What oh, is, yeah. What has Amstrad been doing? You, you, you'll tell it better than I will. All right. They make Foxtel IQ boxes. Really? Wow, wow. How about that? Okay, because we were like, we are talking about the old Amstrad CPC 464 on the old Fart Geek show, and then we're like, I wonder what Amstrad's doing now. So I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's like, oh, they're making IQ boxes for Foxtel. I'm like, holy oh, crap. Are they, <laughs> the Foxtel yeah. boxes, yeah, the ones with the, the six and three quarters inch drive. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they don't work. <laughs> but it's got beautiful coloured keys with green and red and... Yeah, nice. And the USB port that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that sort of jazz. Nice they, work. The, the, the theory, like, you know, they, the feeling was there. They, the, the intuitive. They wanted you to just, you know, believe. Yeah. <laughs> I want to believe. Well, the, from memory, the Amstrad was not a bad machine. Uh, one of my mates had it. And, yeah, he, you know, it was as good as the, the Apple IIs and that around. Different, so- obviously, software and everything. But similar sort of games and similar sort of capacity. Yeah, I didn't mind the Amstrad, except for the size of the discs. That annoyed me because they were just off. They were just, they weren't the five, what were they, three and a half? They weren't three and a half. They were four and a quarter or something. Something or weird. something weird. Yeah, they were an odd. So, and I had a um, IBM. I can't remember what the system was. A, a PS2, I think it was called, but it had a nine-inch floppy. So we got to have Glenn on the show, right? A PS2. Was, yeah. A PS2, a nine-inch floppy. Yeah, external floppy. What? Oh, you know they say it was, it was nine inches. Gotta have it. A, but a PS2 that's got no business in a server room. Back in the day, they were the bee's knees. There's nothing better. 
Oh, sorry. I thought he, I got on the PlayStation. No, train, not... I thought. no. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Sitting next to the Mario Actually, Wii box. The PlayStation Two was <laughs> really good. You could yeah, install Linux on better. there. It was official, and they were really fast Linux boxes. Yeah, they actually had server farms full of them. There's photos of, of PS2s being used as server farms. Yeah. Mm. Back to your story anyway. about the vulnerability <laughs> that yes. I was going to do. So basically, the short story is uh, an attacker basically sends you a media file MMS, which requires no action from the user. Um, but obviously, you have to view the attachment for it to, to do it. Uh, but when the device is exploited, the hacker has access to many of the phone's applications, which they can use to spy on the victim or steal their data. Once the attack's complete, the hacker has access to many of the phone's applications, notably the audio and camera. By controlling his applications, the attacker can essentially spy on the victim by listening to conversations or watching the device's surroundings. Um, you can also create what we call elevated privileges, which will allow into the phone's data and contacts and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, while there's no, currently no bug for it, uh, no fix for the bug, but they're working hard to try and sort it out. Um, it doesn't specifically say, all it says is there's 950 million Android smartphones. So I'm assuming 950 mil, it must be probably... Devices. Old, yeah. Um, it would be probably the newer versions rather than the older ones, but not, they don't go into too many details at this stage, obviously, because they're trying to find the, the fix for it. That has never been discovered in the wild. It's just a, they discovered it... Um, proof of concept. In, in a, yeah, in a proof of concept. Well, Goog thing, so. Google said that it's patched the problem. Well, Google would patch it. I'd get it pretty soon because I've got a China phone, but then it'll go to Telstra and they'll take about That's 12 right. months to yeah. test it, putting their crap back on to make sure it's still compatible and That's you might get it next year or the year after. Yeah. Um, well, no, they can push out critical. So if it is a super critical update, they can push it they out. They can. Whether or not they do. Don't, but yeah. they can. <laughs> they can. Um, something like this, they might, because it is sort of a vulnerability. And then once they're so they may they may push this out once they get a uh, a fix that doesn't comp you know doesn't break things. Of course, that's that's the biggest problem as well. Mm. They need to do the same as Steve Jobs and just go look. We're going to bypass all y'all people. Just download it straight to their phone. Reboot done. Screw all the other crap you mean like stuff. Microsoft does. Yeah. <laughs> how is window? How is the Microsoft authentication server going to go when it comes across Windows Ten on Boot Camp? <laughs> Meltdown. <laughs> now, uh, what what have you got for us, Jace, this week? Well, I had this Android story, but... <laughs> <laughs> Someone took it. Researchers have discovered a critical flaw in Apple's App Store and iTunes invoicing system that oh. could allow attackers to hijack sessions, redirect to external sources, and launch persistent phishing attacks. Vulnerability lab researcher Benjamin Consmedry published details of the flaw and proof of concept. The application-side input validation web vulnerability is deemed critical because it allows remote attackers to inject malicious code in Apple's flawed content function and services modules. When a user buys something from iTunes or the App Store, Apple systems use the device name as part of the invoice sent to the buyer and seller. A remote hacker can exploit the flaw by manipulating the device name and replacing it with malicious code, which then gets sent on to the seller and buyer accounts through their invoice. Attackers can then hijack sessions, redirect to external sources, and launch persistent phishing attacks, as well as persistent manipulation of affected or connected service module context. Invoices presented to both parties, buyer and seller, which demonstrates a significant risk to buyers, sellers, or Apple website managers and developers. The issue impact is also the risk that the buyer can be the seller by usage of the same name to compromise the store online service integrity. 
Replacing the vulnerability, it was as easy as replacing your device name with the malicious code, buying something from the App Store or iTunes, and receiving the invoice generated after the purchase, which contains a malicious script. Mm-hmm. He discovered the vulnerability in June and reported it to Apple. It appears the company patched the hole soon after being notified of its existence. Well, there you go. I'm glad that they patched it. And yes. They, they patched it fast. They're but, good uh, at that. They are, yeah. But look, yeah, look, stuff goes on. You know, there's well, well, there was computers. Stuff goes on. Like, look at that. Oh, I was saying before the show, I had to, I had to deal with the crypto locker today. You know, it's, you? it's never, never going to stop. Uh, Facebook has prevented, huh? Facebook, ah, uh, every now, <laughs> Facebook loses the battle over users' fake names in Germany. So you know how, it, so yeah, Facebook. What's, what's going to be a real name, legs? The different types of names they've got over there, they would think everything's fake. Well, yeah. Well, you know how Facebook obviously like to everyone to have their real name when they're using their site. So, yep. But uh, the law has said that in Germany, they've said that, no, you're allowed to use a false name, so screw you. Huzzah. Yes. So the Hamburg Data Protection Authority said the social network could not change people's chosen usernames. The safety of hamburgers everywhere. <laughs> or ask them to provide any official ID. Is the Hamburglar still around? Mm-hmm. Is he? I haven't seen him for since. Yeah, I was a... they're still every couple, every six or twelve months they drag him out of the closet and make oh, him do God. another ad at gunpoint. <laughs> they use a marionette on his dead body. <laughs> um, <coughs> the it's really... like one of those things they put the hamburger and they slide they slide Ronald over the top of him and they put um, <laughs> grimace over the top of him. Russian <laughs> <laughs> nesting, but <laughs> <That's his>. <laughs> he, he was my favourite, the hamburger. Anyway, the ruling came after Facebook blocked an account set up by a woman using a pseudonym and changed it to her name. The use of authentic names on Facebook protects people's privacy and safety by ensuring people who, who that ensuring people know who they're sharing and connecting with said Facebook. Fair enough. Uh, they, my thoughts on that would be, look, it's their company. If you don't want to put your real name there, don't use it. Mm. Is that fair enough? I think so. Well, there are a lot of people that were saying who, who were transgendered and stuff and didn't want other people to know, so they made a, another name for, so that they could post on those particular groups and things, and then they said, oh, no, you've got to put your real name in there. We're forcing that onto you. So then their real name came on, and suddenly people found out their sexuality, which they didn't want other people know in public, and so they got bullied and stuff. But is it right that, but so what? Don't use it if you don't want your real name there. Is that not right? What social place you want to be with all your friends and yeah. meet other people and stuff. Why not let them use whatever name they well, want I mean, to? Because they're not I'm paying for on, it. I'm looking on Facebook at the moment. Um, of course, anyone who listens to our Minecraft podcast would know Cat. Of course, that's not her real name on Facebook. Um, oh. Obi Wan Kenobi is another friend of mine on Facebook. No. Um, yep. <laughs> so, but um, I thought you were in the know, Will. I thought you but, had friends in high places. I do. Everyone can over. How yeah. much can you get? But um, like when I was on Emperor. MySpace, I was a friend of Tom. <laughs> oh yes, yes, he was a good boy. But don't forget that, like for work, for our we've got our works company page, which is you know the, the official web the official page for our company. But we have um, the same company, but as a personal profile. So because you can't tag, for example, a company in a no. Tag. So we've got a personal one set up for the company. Now it's been pulled down about 
six times now, but every time I just start it back up again. And it's literally only there. I mean, it duplicates everything that goes to the other page is duplicated there. It looks exactly the same. The only reason it's there is so that when I need to tag it to tell somebody where we are or what we're doing, it's there. It's taggable. Um, yeah, well, and I'm part of another group at the moment who they're all organising a pink run, um, which is a breast cancer um, run up the beach with four drives. It's a huge sponsorship deal. There's heaps of people watch, you know, sponsoring, and it's got thousands of dollars worth of backing. And thanks for and clarifying stuff. what the pink run was. Yes. Yeah. Um, and well, if you're in the four drive scene, you, it's Dirty Down Under, who oh, is one of will. Southeast Queensland's largest um, four drive clubs, and so they do the pink run up the beach. But um, they, um... I got arrested last time they did that. <laughs> Glenn's gone. Bit of a sausage fest. What happened to Glenn? <laughs> He's lost it. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, so there, um, they had a just a one name, like they had Dirty Down Under or something was the actual name they were using, and all the different moderators would log onto that account so they could post, they could update, they could keep the schedules and everything all under that name because you couldn't do it on the actual official page because it doesn't have some of those features. Mm. So I kind of understand, like, why you would do it because it's easier. Some of the things work in the personal side of things that don't work in the business side of things. Yes. Oh, look, I, I, I agree with that, that, you know, you're going to try and fiddle around until you can make things work for you. But look, at the end of the day, like going through the law and through the courts and all that to make a private company and their private business change the way they do business. Maybe, yeah, stop them from asking for ID and I all that sort of I can see why they do it. It's just to stop people going onto random sites yeah. and going, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. That's but right. they're still going to do it whether they've got a real name or a fake name. So it's still going to... People will go on there with their real personal name. They do it on YouTube and they put the most disgusting, mm. vile stuff on, as comments. It hasn't stopped them. So, I mean, what's yeah, the these point? Yeah, the, these are the keyboard warriors. They're all very brave behind four walls, a locked door and a keyboard. You get yeah. them out of the, on the street and they're... And they're just whimpering little turds. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on how you use it too. I mean, I use Facebook. I'm on it all the time, but most of the people on there are actually like actual friends or actually people I talk to and know mm. with on a regular basis. Um, I all the I don't keep people around my page. Just send me, um, you know, game requests and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's for me. It's almost a, a tool to use and to find out information. It's an information tool, but in a two-way information tool. So yeah. I, what bugs me, and the reason I don't use um, Twitter for this reason, is just the constant stream of garbage that rolls through. Yeah. You know? Yeah, look, I, I find Twitter a bit more overpowering. Plus, I don't think I've got a, a decent app that, that does what I need oh, it to do. There is nothing but, at the moment. Because they won't release the... Twitter still refuses to release the the fire hose to, to anyone else. So nobody mm. can create an app because they don't have the privileges. Mm. But Facebook said the number of people you use it at least monthly grew 13% to 1.49 billion in the three months to the end of June. So that's uh, crazy. The number is equal to half the estimated 3 billion people who use the internet worldwide. Of those users, it said well over half, 65%, were now accessing Facebook daily. So that's um, some pretty big numbers. Oh look, I did have a photo for that for that story for those on the video. There we go. Yeah, not this. Glenn hasn't figured out how to share his camera yet, so you guys on the stream don't get to see this. Yes, they no, do. Sorry about that. Oh no, they no. don't. Oh, no. so I've been throwing all these photos and no one's seeing them. 
Only the people who watch on YouTube. So now you've got to watch the show again on YouTube. Oh, I got all this trouble. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> so YouTube it is. But anyway. Uh, we'll teach him how to use a computer one day. Don't worry, guys. But it's, not a, learning. but it's not a screen share, Will. Right, you, uh, no, no, mind. We'll, you should be getting that through. No, because you're not using oh, okay, Wirecast. Yeah. You're using a normal camera. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's be, oh, that's because you're streaming. Hard. If I was streaming, it'd be sweet. All right. Uh, look, who's got another story? Yeah. Go. There's plenty of stories, but man, anything that isn't just all Windows 10 at the moment. Westfield is oh, going to trail a I'll tell you what, Apple where... would be hating this. They're out of the news cycle. They'd be hating this. Oh, Tim, oh wouldn't they? What? Just, just, they need to just watch something crazy. <laughs> <can't get> right. <laughs> Here you go. i got a story. This is Tonky. Oh, I started Warlock had one. Story, but go. Hang on. No, is... Warlock started one. Go, Warlock. <laughs> Westfield will trail a location-aware special offers app developed by Commonwealth Bank, which interacts with beacons inside its shopping centres later this year. Westfield Parent Centre Group will be the first company to use Commonwealth Bank's new Offers app launched today. The app is now available on Android devices and will land on iOS at a later date. It's part of an effort to expand the bank's digital wallet offering. The app will sense when a shopper enters a Westfield Centre and push them tailored offers from retailers on their device. The service is optional. Earlier this year, Centre launched a new digital advertising screen network across 27 of its national centres. So-called smart screen network includes 1,200 interconnected digital screens which display advertising content derived from a central database. The network also includes NFC, QR codes and beacon technology. General Manager of Sales and Marketing at Centre, Bill Burton, told us the rollout of beacons was part of a broader strategy of updating the brick-and-mortar retail experience. Down the track, we want one seamless journey for our shoppers. So we just... So we want to know when they're where they are throughout their journey, but we're not just going to start people pinging people left, right, and centre. Mm. I bet you they do. You know what they are missing? You know what I would love? You know you go to a massive shopping centre, uh, they should have uh, Google Maps or Apple Maps for inside the shopping centre. Well, Google Maps had started. Right? So you go in there, and go. Oh, there's up the road here. You get your map out. And goes. Oh, where's uh, you know where's Foot Locker? Yeah. But didn't right. Google Maps and start you, doing that? And it gives that? you a direction. You know, turn left here, 100 metres, go right. That's what they need. Didn't Google start doing that? But it's, and, and also, like, getting right into the store. So where's the, where's the size 38 jeans? And they go, like, and all that? I heard that was ages ago. I don't know if that got developed out. But uh, that, that was sort of on the cards for ages ago. But, like, talking about advertising and stuff getting pushed into your face, I don't know what it's like in Sydney and Melbourne, but I went for a train ride the other day, and... I hadn't been for a year. I went up to Brizzy, and they've got bloody, uh, like, big TV screens now showing ads at the railway stations. Yeah, they've had that yeah. in Sydney for a few years. Yeah, right. And it's just noisy. Like, it's, it's, it's audio as well. So it's not just, like, a, a video. You've got, you yep. got to listen to it. Yep. Which, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I put my headphones in. I showed them. I showed them. I listened, Silent protest. I listened to other ads. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify All right, ads. That's right. Will, did you have something you wanted to sprout out? No, not really. I was just trying to be smart. Oh. But uh, <laughs> what, what my point was, like, if it's not a Windows 10 store, it's something like this, where you can meet Tonky, the Sharpe dog that looks just like a teddy bear. Like, oh. these are massive stories in my headline list. Like, there's another one, Unveil, the new Ferrari 488, which is fine. But this is in the tech 
this isn't a tech story. Like, you know, like this isn't nothing to do with tech. It's it's just nothing much. Well, look, look. It's good to see that Windows Ten has taken the the headlines because it's a big thing. It's was ninety percent of the world's computers. Well, let me tell you, Windows Eight just slid into the night compared to this. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see what the uptake's going to be like, isn't it? You know, now this is a free OS. Let's see how many people partake in this free upgrade. You know what I mean? Like you know how the 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 stats come out over the next couple of weeks, or you know, thirty percent have only taken up Windows eight. No, well, but they're forced updates. No, they're, yeah. not for, they're not forced. They are if you're registered. If you're registered, they will be forced updates. It'll update in the middle of the night. So that's too bad. So what are you saying? So what, you come and turn your computer on one day and bang, Windows ten. I was just having a look at a website. They had a screenshot and it pops up a little thing like the um, click here to pre-register and it pops up saying your computer is now ready to install Windows 10. Click here to install. Well, there you go. Mine, mine, look, I've got that fo- folder and I still click on that window. Ooh. Ding dong. <laughs> and uh, I've, calling. <laughs> I've still got thank you for reserving your free upgrade. Uh, uh, it's not there, but the folder is like nearly a seven gig folder that we mentioned before. It's I'll not... keep you. You'll wake up tomorrow morning. It'll be just setting things up for you now. Yeah. No, oh, it's... I've only got two point nine five gigs so far, so I've got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, mine's up to about six point five. I'll leave so... it on overnight. Yeah, yeah. No, tomorrow be doing morning, it. Windows ten. Well, well, so so is that right? I thought you still could say yes or no, but Windows eight is going to be a thing of the past, like li- literally swiftly. Everybody it's wants it to be, especially Microsoft. Yeah. Mm. More people on the same system with the same functionality. Easier, easier for support. Easier to develop. Yeah. Yeah, and easier to develop for, exactly. And moving on to subscription modelling. So, you might as well um, get, get going. Actually, I just found an interesting story that for some reason has been buried completely. Um, Crime Track uh, completes a new interstate data capability. Australia's new law enforcement information sharing agency, Crime Track. We'll soon switch a new system that for the first time will allow police to compare human remains to long-time missing persons cases, um, among other, uh, other uses. Basically, it's a, now a federalised missing persons database and um, missing persons register and things like that. So when someone goes missing, the alert now goes Australia-wide instead of up until now, it's just been, has just been um, statewide. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, so... They're doing that. That that can't. That's actually something. That's quite big, and that's sort of just been downplayed. Having said that, at the same time, the South Australian Health Minister Jack Snelling, 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 S N E W L I N G, is refusing to buckle under legal pressure to move off an out of license patent system, patient system that used in the state's regional hospitals. Last week, he told Budget Estimates Committee the supplier of their green screen Chiron electronic patient administration system used by 12 of the state's 75 hospitals has refused to keep selling the government licenses for the legacy solution because obviously it's out of date. His response was, it is true that we're operating outside of the license, Hmm. but it's also true that our legal advice to the department is that we're within our rights to continue operating outside of the license. Right. Wow. (laughs) That's nice. So, So apparently... If I get busted for illegal software, I'll just say... My legal advice tells me I'm within my rights to operate yeah, outside the license. Because apparently um, their license formally expired in March 31st, 2003. Ooh. So it's 12, 12 years they've been illegally using nice. software. Nice. Nice. 
So that would make you be able to use, should, on that theory, I could easily use Windows 7 by that point, shouldn't have, or at least XP, no, hang on, yeah, Windows 7 be 2000, I oh, know, XP, so I could still legally use XP, I'll be well within my rights. I wonder if you could put, you, you get your machine updated to Windows 10, I wonder if you could then put your Windows 8 on another machine, if it would know. Yeah, why not? Oh, it it doesn't, doesn't it lock it to the hardware though? It's two different software, it's two different yeah. upgrades. Well, that's right. Yeah, I just wondered. Now, Google is unlinking Google Plus from YouTube. It will no wait, longer... Wait, wait, Glenn. We got, a, we got a breaking news story. Yes. Go. Take it away. Jeremy Clarkson has signed a deal with Amazon Video. Oh. Wow. Well, no one's going to watch that. Taking Hammond and May with him. And how much for? Oh, they yeah, won't lots and lots and lots, lots and, and lots. lots and lots. More than Amazon I can Video. Imagine. That's unusual. What, where, 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 where can I watch Didn't that? Didn't even know they had an Amazon Video. <laughs> Yeah, Amazon's got video. They do now, after signing this lot. (laughs) That's right. Everyone's going to watch it. The Pirate Bay. That's where where you... Jeremy Clarkson has signed with Pirate Bay in Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) Happy days. You could sign up with uh, Amazon Video the same way as I've got an Amazon US store and then just use something like Netflix and switch your IP address. That's not just Clarkson, though. It's Hammond and May. They all do like they all signed it. Can we access Amazon Video from here? Amazon Prime. It's not available to Australia, but you can click to um, an, a US IP address and watch it through a VPN or something. Is that legal? <laughs> I think we've done well, that one today. It's not, it's not illegal. It's not no. illegal. Put <laughs> no, it it's not illegal. Uh, um, I, yeah, so set to air in 2016, apparently. Yeah, right. Mm. How do you get a gig on that show? Um, you'd just be, yeah, you'd just be worth a lot of money, I guess. Same so, way you get to be a politician, be a billionaire first. Google is, as I said, unlinking Google Plus from YouTube. Remember, there was a bit of a furor about uh, Google saying you can only comment on YouTube if you've got a Google Plus account. We say you've got yep. your real name. We all want to know what you're saying. We, we want to know if you're trolling. And Sounds like Facebook. Blah, blah, blah. I know. It's, a, it's the opposite, isn't it, sort of thing? It all <laughs> sort of, in, in the coming months, a Google account will be all you'll need to share content, communicate with contacts, create a YouTube channel, and more all across Google. YouTube clarified that people who, are, who were happy with the integration would not have to take any action, but an option to unlink a YouTube account from Google Plus would be introduced. Reaction to the news has been greeted with glee. Mm. By glee, absolute glee, by some YouTube video bloggers. Yeah. Uh, for many creators, this feels like it's a long time coming. People have been rooting for this to happen. Yep. They get excited over there. You know where this, this came from? Um, Minecon this year. YouTube actually sent one of their head, head people over there rather than just their sales executives like they normally do. And they actually interviewed every single streamer who has more than, I think they interviewed anyone who has more than 100,000 subscribers. Every single one of them, their biggest complaints was it was locked to the YouTube Plus account. Yeah, and but it what made, was the disadvantage? Uh, it makes things so, so, like, it pulls the versatility and the way it threads um, chats and everything instead right. of having them the way it used to. It just made a hash of the system. The system used to work perfectly. Yeah. just And then they decided to integrate it, which was fine, and then they decided to mandate the integration, which... For people like Kurt J. Mack, for example, who can't get a linked Google account because their Google account is a different account to their um, YouTube account. Right. And they couldn't, they couldn't be linked because they're two physically different accounts. Yes. And his, his Google account that he would have linked was owned by somebody else mm. before it was a thing. So, um, and so the, the number one complaint that YouTube had by every single podcaster and every single YouTuber who went to Minecon, which there was 
tens of thousands of them and multiple millions of dollars worth of subscriptions said get rid of google plus integration look the, the google plus or the google authentication or account creation thing has been stuffed for a long time like yeah. you, you need an account for Google, or initially an account for Gmail, then an account for Google Plus, then an account for the YouTube, an account for a page, account for a business page. You ha- I've got all these things. I can't, I can't work them all out. Uh, uh, yeah. And on top well, of that, you've got to share a screen on a podcast. I'm going to have my head It's too much. It's too much. But I'm glad they're trying to simplify it because I noticed on the YouTube comments, you know, things were just, you know, where's that coming from? Well, what's going on? And Google Plus, that's, who, Google Plus is garbage. Who uses that's what it? G stands for? Garbage. Yeah. Does, does anyone here use um, Google Plus? I, it's funny. Oh, initially, I went on it, and I thought, you know, but you know, I haven't been on it no. for probably two years. No. I don't really use it, but I find um, a lot of uh, people talk to me, like communicate with me through it. I don't use it as a as a medium other than it's just being there. Yeah. But I find I, I get a lot of communication over Google Plus. Mm. On a uh, couple of ingress groups there, they tend to gather and put events on and stuff through Google+. Plus. Yeah, okay. It's really weird. Like, it's not something I would use. It's not my preferred method of communication because it's clunky and feral, but... Yeah. Yeah, um, Facebook's got the money. Some people... Do, I mean, I... Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Facebook's where it's at. Bring back MySpace. As I said, we use Yammer <laughs> at work. Tom was and my friend. Even though um, Microsoft integrated with Yammer and destroyed a lot of it, its basic functionality for communications within a workplace is still one of the best solutions out there. Mm. That Microsoft stuffed that thing as well. Well, so I mean, for, for the basic side of it, communications, link sharing, file storing, that sort of stuff for the office, brilliant. There's mm. not really much better, but yeah, you can't do it. You can't do We should as, start Hangout. We should try Hangout. See if that works. We did that before. Oh, did <laughs> it you? doesn't work well crappy. either. All right. Hangout, uh, well, it works fine for two people. Look, I reckon a lot of the problems is just the up speed. I think once. It was the um, audio sync problem, I think we had with. um, Ended up being the problem. That's why we stopped using a couple of it. Also, because with it, as soon as one person would speak, it would switch to their video, but it would take about five seconds to recognize you'd done that and switch across. That was one of the worst things about it. Yeah. Mm. And also Stupid. the um, that was a problem we were having with um, Fuse, was it Fuse, yeah, and and a couple of the other ones we tried same sort of thing because they were Java based. Um, I think one was Java based and one was Flash based, but they were so CPU intensive. If you're trying to screen capture and stuff like that, it just absolutely obliterate your CPU. Well, just a, a random chat room comment of the week from Brett Ont. I love a Welsh prime minister. Okay, now uh, anyone else got any stories? Between two slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> How about Google they were, stories? They, they call them Sloppy Joe in the States. <laughs> but the Dutch ate their Prime Minister years ago. I just looked at it and I thought, what? Well, wasn't... it goes hand in hand with his last comment. What exactly are you drinking, Waller? <laughs> I wasn't. Except it should be, what are you drinking, Glenn? Oh, no, I wasn't following that. I just flicked into the chat and I, I just thought, what? And just the random comment of the week. Context. Yeah. Uh, has anyone got any else before we For get out of here? a company that prides itself on being a pride ambassador, it was really awfully embarrassing gaff at the hands of a contractor thousands of kilometres away for Google. Staff at a gay bar in Sydney were seeking help to update the venue's details on Google Maps when they were told that Google did not support gay bars and would remove the listing. Oh. I cannot believe what I'm hearing, shift bar promoter Ash Doran posted on Facebook. 
in a conference call at the moment, I'm in a conference call at the moment with Google as they're advising that they're removing Midnight Shift's Google page because it's a gay bar and Google no longer supports gay bars and they'll be doing it to other gay bars. The subsequent email also posted by Mr. Duran online appeared to confirm Google's stance, declaring that gay nightclubs did not meet the company's quality guidelines. When contacted by Fairfax Media, a Google Australia spokeswoman confirmed the incident had unfolded as he had described. We're truly sorry that this happened, she said. Gay bars are welcome on Google Maps, as they have always been. We're taking immediate action on this internally to make sure it doesn't happen again. The reaction from Mr. Duran's Facebook followers was one of disbelief. Google's track record as a supporter of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, and intersex is oh, well God. established. Just call them Tech gays. Giant is a sponsor of Sydney's gay and lesbian <laughs> Mardi Gras and co-signed an open letter backing marriage equality in Australia. What, look, what gets me is why does this have to get to the newspaper? So some yeah, little who gives a rat? Some little Let Google do what dude. What do? We don't, I don't have to for, be in their faces for whatever reason. Some little Google dude. Whether it be uh, bias or or whatever, had an objection or what a mistake or a brain fart or whatever, denied some access to some people, and because they're in a minority vocal minority group, they go to the paper and it becomes a bloody big story. Oh, no, but if, the paper, if the paper didn't run it, turn it up. It'll be, It'll be called discriminatory. That's yeah. right. They'll be on yeah. Tracy Grimshaw next week because she can't say no because she oh. can get it. Be accused of being discriminatory. And then they'll be on with Waleed on the project. (laughs) Good on your Waleed. You're not a little bit. isn't he? Waleed. All right. That's Um, racist. A couple of quick stories. You you know how successful My Gov's been because we all love it and it's never had any problems at all. Um, (laughs) New South Wales decided to follow in the federal government's footsteps and then commissioning their own version. Into a a rat hole. Oh, yeah, that My Gov. I've got a letter Um, on there. So, yeah, New South Wales is commissioning their own New South Wales-only version of MyGov. Called Service New South Wales, it's isn't gonna it? Have, it's going to have all the details, all the information, all the cross-referencing in New South Wales. Yeah, everything that MyGov has. But it's going to be New South Wales only. Yes, there's no duplication there at all. So It should be called MyStateGov then. Yeah. You know... So, yeah, I'd, uh, that's, they should that's, call it my waste of money. Queensland tried it, but it only worked on IE6, so no one's seen it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, quickly, IONET shareholders vote yes to TPG takeover. Um, so, IONET shareholders voted overwhelmingly in favour of rival TPG's bid to take over the internet service provider as the pair want to see how Australian competition regulator responds to the deal. 95% of IONET shareholders voted in support of TPG's $1.56 billion. $1.56 billion buy. Why is it worded like that? Wow. $1.56. Well, they're it's, journalists it's, and they no, know the English language, mate. It's written support of TPG's dollar sign, $1.56, tab, line, carriage return, billion dollar buyout. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the company has offered $9.55 per iron share, comprising of eight eighty cash and $0.75 cents special dividend, or ju- only just under 5%. Uh, were cast against the buyout. So that could be really interesting. Uh, of course, it's still got to be comp- uh, given the green light from the ACCC. Um, but I don't know if last time it was blocked, but both companies are doing fairly well. This time, mm, not so much. I don't know, because Ionet um, hasn't been doing so well lately, so maybe they won't get blocked because it's not really going to be Monopoly, it's going to be a company that's going to disappear anyway. 
Look, um, going back to your MyGov, Brad ONT wants to know there's nothing wrong. He doesn't seem there's anything wrong with it. He uses it all the time to access services. Never had a problem. Uh, well, look, to me, look, I've got it hooked up to... I, I found it hard just to hook it up to the ATO especially. Oh, I don't want to hook them up to the ATO. That was horrid. You had to. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, uh, for some reason, I, you know, I had to get a reprint of a notice of assessment and instead of waiting three years to get it through the post they said get it out of my gov straight away and look it took me uh must have took me assessment your accountant could have got that for you yeah but i needed it straight away yeah well i was in a hurry and you wouldn't answer your phone yeah you weren't available that day (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right you were trying to you wanted to ring your midnight that's That's, that's the that's the calls that you repeatedly ignored yeah (laughs) so yeah, they were all right. Um, look, it took a while to hook up. I hooked it up to Medicare. That was all right. But see, before all that, I was just going into the different services one by one. It was easy. But I just found that and now, like, I'm getting things done. I've got a letter on my gov. Like, SMS saying I've got a letter. I can't be bothered logging in to see even see what it is. I don't know what it is. Reminds me, I'm going to have to do it. But um, I don't know. It's just, I don't I know. I have so many problems with mine. It's just another dro- thing you got to do. Mine's dropping links to accounts to services it's dropping the links i've got to sign up five or six times for the same thing my tax return was completely screwed up my e-tax or the electronic tax side of it had my um, bank details my gov had my old bank details somehow that i haven't had in 10 years so i don't even know where they got them from um and tried to put the money into that account which doesn't exist so they sent me a check um instead of using the bank account details that were actually in the tax side of it Nice. Um, the Medicare is completely screwed up. It's screwed up with Sonya's card and with mine. That It's just Medicare rebates and stuff. Just, we just can't do it. We've actually physically got to go to Medicare because the system's so messed up. Uh, I've had no end of problems with, with my tax. Um, my tax, what's it called? MyGov. MyGov, yeah. Yeah, um, I haven't had those issues. I mean, a lot of people have. As you said, a lot of people love it. Like, I mm. know a few people who use it quite regularly and don't have any dramas with it at all. Um, I know other people who, I guess it depends on why you want particular thing you're doing with it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's like anything. It's, it's, it's going to be buggy for the first couple of years and they should kind of make it okay. The problem is I think they started developing it. Then they went, hmm, I think we need to add this and I think we need to change this. And I think this needs to be done. So they got halfway through developing this thing. Um, and then it kind of. But like, but you, you and Brett are, are right. It, it is easier once once you get the, it all hooked up. It is easier. And look, I did like I hooked it up to Medicare, and I didn't have too many issues with that. And I did like how you have that e health record thing. Um, you could see well, that's the part that's not working on mine. Yeah, we can see how much the doctors charge um, Tony. You can yeah. they say oh thirty five here and thirty five there and all that. You can see that, and I thought it's uh, it's interesting. And you go, geez, I'm costing the, the taxpayers a bit of money this year. <laughs> oh, Way to a, go. Oh, so it's a, your fault that we've got a budget emergency. That's right. Yeah, I've created it. Let's yes. see if I can even log into it. The last couple, last, last couple of weeks, I think it's got something to do with the tax thing. The last few weeks, it's been so buggy. I haven't even been able to log into it most of the time. Yeah, well, I don't know about how far eHealth is supposed to work, but I got a bit of info, just curious information out. That's all. I never really wanted it to do anymore. But look, it's um yeah. The the biggest issue was signing in, and oh, I don't know. I can't, always forget me passwords. And I remember how that two factor authentication thing that you had to opt out of. Yeah. Which was fun because they decided to opt me into it at a time when I didn't have my phone and I needed to get to my tax return. 
And then Hello. You, you finally Thanks get you get it all sorted online that night. You go, yes, I've done me, I've downloaded me tax tax notice of assessments. I've done all this, blah blah blah. I'm away, and you think, oh, all that all that stress and pain is behind you. And then four days later, you get a letter. Oh, you've just signed up to my cuff. Yeah, <laughs> like for four days ago. You go, oh yeah, I think I remember. I, I've tried right. to log in at my cuff then and told me my password's wrong, so I clicked on the reset password and it logged me in. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a reset <laughs> passworder every time I want to log in. All right, let's. Uh, there's no more. Let's get out of here. One quick one. Telstra yes. shutting down their two G network in December. So if you've oh, only no, got a two no. G phone, you're screwed. Uh, oh no! What How's year are going to stream? What? <laughs> Actually, it'll be good for someone like Audi because it'll because they're using that network, so it'll free it up. But it's not this year, Jace. December this year. No. I I disagree. They <laughs> sent a letter. <laughs> hey. Maybe they sent the wrong letter. No. Well, I got. A, did you get a letter? No, no, this is on the Australian System Administrator's mailing list group oh. that a guy had been sent a letter from Telstra. Well, so, yeah, I got a letter because I got an old 2G phone that mother-in-law's got, and it's December, well, in my letter, it was December 2016. So that's next yeah. December. I think it depends on where you are. I think if you're... It might do too. It might. Rural, because, like, yeah, my mother-in-law got the same letter, um, and it's 2016. So I think it must be if you're rural or, or city or... And if I, if I didn't have a, a cross-sheet shredder, I'd pull it out. And I might send my mother-in-law a letter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> it wouldn't be as nice as the one Telstra sent. No, no, not as polite. I'll give her the 2Gs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Upgrade to 4G while you're at it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> one of those <laughs> ones. <laughs> Massive 4G right in the throat. Spice rack. All right. Um, is that it, boys? No more? Sounds good. No more. Spice rack. Every, I can hear you playing on your Windows 10. I can hear that thing dinging all over the place. Dinging what? What? No, I'm getting emails in. I didn't. I should have got out of my email. That's <laughs> all right. He's no. popular, that'll, boy. That'll teach you to have friends. All right. So as far as we know, sign up for Windows 10. It'll download and install automatically. One You'll have problems. Whether you want it or not. And I'll laugh at you, and it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to um, keep up to date with some more Windows 10 stories, you can have a look at our Facebook page, <laughs> dot, facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads, or you could, Windows 10 is probably going to be strewn around all the other podcasts this week, and you can listen to a lot of other podcasts live, or not live, but uh, on the AussieTechRadio.com. So there'll be uh, a few over there, 24-7 shoutcast radio service, listen through TuneIn, or go to the webpage, AussieTechRadio.com, and find out how you can tune in to all these other wonderful podcast um, of shows you find marvelous shows on there like obsidian loft and uh, old fart geeks there is a new yeah, there is important one with australia's top two web <laughs> that's right the top two podcasters will and jace that's Ooh. right and i know from the lineup that the old fart geeks is in the lineup this week because there was a show brought out this week so well done yep. boys that'll be uh, right. tripping around the universe we even talk us. about some uh, amstrad things I'll have to... You may have heard about it. I'll have to get on and have a listen to the Amstrad. I, I didn't mind the Amstrad. Never had well, one. I'll have you on the show one time. You can talk about your old fart stuff too. Yes, well, I did. Yes, well, Will, did, in, Will did invite me on last week, but I was, I'm was i still a bit crook. And uh, so, um, yeah, I couldn't make it. But all right, that's it. Thanks for the guys in the chat room. Thanks for coming yeah, we had in. had a good turnout in the chat room tonight. Thanks, yeah. guys, for watching. Yeah, it's always good to have a banter through the through We the love interwebs. you. So we'll see you next week, Jace. Thanks for coming on. No worries. See you then. Thanks, Eric. Good see luck with all. Windows 10. Good luck, Will. Hope you you haven't even registered. So we'll see you next week on Windows no. 8. 
<laughs> my, as I said, my laptop is, but yeah. So when when Will gets the email from Microsoft, he gets the he gets the D register. He's going back to XP. Your machines don't work, Will. It says. <laughs> what were you saying about XP? I don't have any old netbooks with XP on them at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, get rid of XP. It's Windows three point one one was it, where it was at. XP. I'm sorry. On netbooks is still the best system. Windows for work groups. Look, I thought I might have had I might have had a chance to to reuse my old Vistas there for a little bit, but I, then I got about five copies of Vista in the shelf. You I know thought, what's funny? They said they were going to stop updating for XP, but I've just booted it up after it being off for a few months, and it's doing a massive update dump. Oh, so, well, they're still providing updates for the embedded XP. I reckon that. Why wouldn't no, they? Just... This, this isn't embedded, but, yeah, but why not push them out anyway? Installed. Why not just push them to the thing? But anyway, let's get out of here. We'll uh, we'll see you next week as well. Hopefully. More than likely, more than likely. More than likely. And we'll see you guys too. If you want to watch the show live, you can. Thursday night, 7.30 Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, Hobart time. Work it out for the rest of you guys. That's Thursday nights. And it's at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash live. Show notes at forward slash podcast. And whatever else there is, forward slash paper. There's a paper, there's a little tech paper. Got other stories in it as well. And youtube.com forward slash aussietechhead. So... We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. All right. Thank don't forget the Aussie Max Zone as well. That's also in the iTunes. The Aussie Max Zone with uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. So until next week, it's uh, bye for now. Happy Windows 10, everybody. Uh, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.